Welcome to Let Parents Decide That, episode 15, the show where we discuss lockdown lunacy, protecting parental rights, and we try to fight fear-driven policies with strength and logic. Join us. The fight starts now. I have to just start this off with, hi, Kyle. Hey. <laughs> we'll get to them. Yeah. In a minute. Moving along. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny because... We were referencing a little Facebook fight I got into the other day, but uh, it's so funny because so many things happen and that's so commonplace that, that I had for, actually forgotten about that already <laughs> when you brought it up. Uh. So, you know, once when you're in a lot of these fights all the time, then they just start to all kind of run together. I remember everyone's name. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, pretty good stuff. Um, <clears throat> all right, well, we're going to get right into things because... In case you were wondering, you know, it seems like things are really like if you ask your average Joe who doesn't isn't worried about this stuff. Yeah, they would probably say like it's over with. Yeah, like it's just everything's receding. Mm -hmm. I just simmer down with your with your kvetching. Yeah. What are you whining about? You know, people are getting bombed over there in the Ukraine. Yeah. You know, Um, but. That's, you know, and if I was there, I'd be worried about that. Yeah, a lot. that would take priority. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and if we were COVID. getting bombed here, that would take priority over whether I have to wear a mask or not. Yeah. Although, ironically, in some of There's the, no COVID in the Ukraine right now. <laughs> well, actually, in some of the footage, I'd see people standing amongst rubble with their mask on. It's like, really? Is that that's what you're worrying about right we now? We should have had masks during 9-11. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. actually, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the people died of the the, the dust. dust. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, so I mean, if we're really, yeah. So I mean, obviously, you know, you can't. Somebody always has it worse than you out there in the world, and you can say that about anybody in the world. So you know, we're going to deal with the issues we prioritize here. And if you don't like it, don't watch. <laughs> That's what I say. Get out of here. Yeah. Um, all right. So. But it, the reason we're keeping our foot on the gas here is is mostly to prevent the kind of government outreach and you know lockdowns that mm-hmm. occurred the first time around, and to make sure that never happens again. That's we want my you guys main paying goal. attention. Yes, yeah, exactly. Because now that now that eyes have been opened, they can't shut again. Exactly. Yeah, it's um, so important. And you know, just to think, just in case you thought things were really receding, well, here's a story um, talking about how COVID cases are rising. And see, here's the thing, okay, with with the uh, vaccines not being very effective and they're <laughs> waning so quickly. What are you talking about? Everything's perfect. <laughs> with with the vaccines waning so quickly, what did you think was going to happen? How sick is it that they're even still promoting something that they can't <laughs> say even lasts a freaking couple months? Right. Like, holy shit, this is just going to go on forever with at this rate. And, you know, it's just interesting how... Uh, some parts of the world, you know, it's like people forgot yeah. that it goes, it comes in waves. I mean, this is the way it's going to be. So if we care about the case counts, we're always going to be freaking the F out because they're going to yeah. be going up and down. And that's just how it, how it's going to work, especially with waning immunity. Yeah. People have from the jabs, not so much natural immunity. No. And once everybody actually catches COVID, and I think that's why we're not seeing the surge so much in America, because almost everybody has either 
gotten has some form of immunity right now. Yeah. Well, and again, though, we can't forget that we have a whole section of people that have gotten the shots that already had natural immunity right. that are now compromising their natural immunity with with the injections. Yeah, and I have a story on that exact subject here in a minute. Gosh, um, look how look at that lead in. <laughs> So, yeah, so this is just kind of interesting. COVID cases rising in parts of Asia and Europe. So, you know, they're going through their their waves. Um, no, they try to blame it on the unvaccinated. You know, they say uh, 40% of Hong Kong's population was not vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Um, especially the age group, uh, over half, more than half the people over 70. Because the they have group, brains. Most vulnerable to severe COVID were unvaccinated. <laughs> Why? Many Hong Kong residents do not trust the government. Weird. <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah. You don't, you don't trust China? Yeah. <laughs> it's so, so insane. They have that, literal concentration camps over there. Yeah, like, exactly. Okay. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, I mean, here's a person in, you know, basically communist country saying, I won't, I, I won't get vaccinated as long as I have a choice. Well, you probably won't have one for Yeah, long. you don't have one for long, but good no, job. Not there. Um, so, and a lot of these countries, you know, tried with their super authoritarian, like literally lock people in their houses policies to try to maintain COVID zero. Yeah. And that's just f- has failed everywhere it's been tried. Yes. And it's so ridiculous, again, for a virus that for most people is not that serious. Right. Is it worth locking your citizens in their houses to prevent them from catching a cold? Yes. That's basically what's happening now. Ah. So... You know, it's still spreading. So, you know, don't let your guard down as far as letting the government try to overreact yeah. to, the, to these items. Never, never again. Never. Um, and because here's another. Uh, oh, OK. Before we get into this, uh, the CDC thing, I want to talk about this. I saw this story in the, t- in the New York Times, which is kind of interesting because basically the prevailing wisdom for a long time was that you know if you're a trump supporter in a red state you're pretty much dying of covid and you know you're getting covid way worse than if you're in a liberal blue state that's what they were hoping was happening well they were just assuming that was yeah i mean they would have passed a lie detector test saying that's what's going on yeah all those trumps (laughs) but we should all just be dead then Uh uh-huh yeah well guess what it's been two years now Mm -hmm. now they have some data so when i saw this in the new york times i was kind of uh, amazed that they actually kind of admitted this. So he's kind of comparing and contrasting blue and red America yeah. and how their case counts and the caseloads and everything, uh, how it worked out. So it says, you know, and just talks about the differences between uh, people's behaviors, you know, how people in liberal cities are less likely to actually go out and, you know, they're more cautious. They wear their masks. They're more vaxxed, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, mask wearing remains far more common in liberal communities than the conservatives ones. Um, and then he says the stark differences have created a kind of natural experiment. Did Omicron spread less in the parts of the U.S. where social distancing and masking were more common? The answer is surprisingly unclear. Because this is what Omicron is. <coughs> Omicron. <laughs> Nobody knows. It's just a, it's just a cough. And yeah. then we were done. And we didn't go in and get tested and freaking, you know. And because virus is going to virus. Yeah. No matter what you think your cloth mask is doing <laughs> and whether you go to a restaurant or not, didn't have that much of an effect on the spread. Yeah. Because unless you were literally locked in your house and saw no one, you were probably going to encounter the virus. Um, so, you know, they talk about... And so this is kind of interesting. So they show the charts here. And here's a daily average cases per capita. And the blue lines is the blue states, you know, and the red 
So basically, they set it separated into counties by who where Trump got more votes or <laughs> Biden got more votes. That's interesting. But they're following basically the same exact curves. Okay. Yeah. So again, if I change these colors, you wouldn't know. Mm-mm. You know, like in Texas, the blue people had higher, higher, a little bit higher case cases per day. Mm-hmm. In Washington, it was neck and neck. Yeah. Right. In Georgia, it was neck and neck. Yeah. In Ohio, slightly higher in the in the Trump counties for a bit, and then it was higher in blue counties for a bit. Yeah. I mean, you can't make a judgment from that. You know. So. No. So here's a uh, you know the kind of. That's so crazy that they're able to correlate. Well, they're trying to. Yeah. So, but here's the thing. Okay, here's the most important sentence of this whole article. It says, Democratic voters have have been avoiding restaurants. And, well, actually, I've got to back up. It says, the lack of a clear pattern is itself striking. Yeah. So he was thinking you're going to see red states, everyone got COVID. Blue states, almost no one got COVID. Yeah. Or Omicron. Yeah. So he says the lack of a clear pattern is itself striking. Remember, not only have Democrat voters been avoiding restaurants and wearing masks, they're also much more likely to be vaccinated and boosted. Yeah. And then he says in parentheses, and vaccines substantially reduce the chance of infection. Combined. Bullshit. <laughs> right. Combined, these factors. Wrong. Yeah. Seem as if they should have caused large differences in case rates. They have not. You know, we could have we could have made it much easier to look at because we could have looked at South Dakota versus North Dakota. Right. That is such a great, in my opinion, that's such a wonderful case study because our demographics are extremely similar yeah. as far as age groups and ethnicities in both states mm-hmm. um, and population size and also geographically like our, our temperatures and everything, because right. at first people were saying, well, you know, in the warmer states and oh, yeah. where people are traveling and like all this shit, but like you can't get two closer states than North Dakota, South Dakota. And exactly. our stuff was the same. It was the yep. freaking same. Um, no matter what measures were taken or not taken. Yes. And so, and yeah. for, for context, if you guys are listening and you don't know the difference between North Dakota and South Dakota, um, as far as the mandates, North Dakota had mandates, South Dakota had none. Right. And everything was the same. The, yep. s- the schools didn't have to wear masks in, in South Dakota. In North Dakota, there they no did. There was no stay-in-your-house orders There or was lockdowns. no business lockdowns in South Dakota. Um, they left that up to business the owners. owners. Right. Yep. In North Dakota, it was everybody got shut down. Yep. You know, and it it was freaking absolute bullshit when we because for that mask freedom bill, we took that data to the legislators. Yeah. And we're like, tell tell us, <laughs> tell us what you're hanging yeah. your hat what, on what here. What are we missing here? Exactly. Exactly. Yep. I mean, and that's the thing is, like I said, somebody's going to make a kick-ass documentary about all this, mm-hmm. but it's going to be five years from now and no one's going to care. Yeah. That's the sad thing is the damage will Hopefully all, our, already Hopefully our grandkids done. will be living in a free freaking country and they'll give a shit. Yeah. We, we can, can be like, oh, Johnny, look at what we did. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, the, but the thing is, you know, it's not, uh, it's not, uh, it's not stopping either. I mean, okay, here's another story. CDC director reveals why you may need your masks again. See, they're not, this is not gone. Don't get all confident and cocky. Like, yeah, like oh, we're done with COVID. With. You know, wash your hands of that. No, they're trying to keep it on forever. They're trying to take some of this mitigation and just do it for the rest of your life to. In their, in their opinion, they're giving us a break because they yeah. know we've had it. Yeah. And they're kind of reading the room finally and mm-hmm. going, okay, even, you know, liberals are 
tired of this crap. Well, that was summer school for us here locally. Exactly. In summer school, they gave us a little break. Right. Because they knew that people were... St- See, when you hold the pressure on... Six days before school in Moorhead, boom, mask back on. Yes, it's just like... Um, it, it's just like that... Dr. Jordan Peterson, he says, if you're going to be strategic about this, you're going to keep pushing until they say stop. And then you're going to back off a little, but they've already taken a step back. But you've ratcheted it up so far. Yes. And so eventually now you're 10 steps further back than you thought that you ever would be. And you don't know how it happened. It just happened one small step at a time. Perfect example. Um, Crater the economy. Everybody shut down. Jobs go away. And then, you know, a bunch of jobs get cr- created in the last couple or just months. People go back but to work. Was it compared to 2019? Was it compared, you know, higher than 2019? No. no, all the graphs start over in 2020. Yeah, you're just letting you're just letting those jobs that were shut down. You're letting those come back. That's yeah. not job creation. We're going to give you a six hundred dollar stimulus yeah. check, and we're going to hope that you forget about everything <laughs> right. that we've done prior to uh, this. Uh, yeah, those checks were so insulting. Yeah, I remember when I. Got mine. I'm like, okay, this is like two weeks worth of income, and I've been shut down for like three months. So, yeah, what, what get the hell good does this do? Yeah, <laughs> so insultingly stupid. Yeah, so you know, here's this is why we care because you know they're just they reserve the right to bring this crap back at any point. Yes, and if we don't firmly put our foot over their line yeah. and say you're not doing this shit again, exactly because they because again these were not their rights to take. Exactly. They, they weren't. Yep. To mask or not to mask. Here's what two years and hundreds of COVID-19 experts say. <laughs> experts are always funny. Yes. So, you know, um, okay, here's what well, Walensky says. She, she isn't sure that COVID-19 is over completely. We certainly hope so. We certainly have a lot of immunity in the population. More and more people getting vaccinated. You know, it only lasts for a few weeks. So what yeah, is that? More and more people getting count. boosted. So, yeah, those are irrelevant. Those are gone Again. in eight weeks. <laughs> We have some immunity from prior infection. Well, that's the one that lasts. Yeah. So. And actually, we have a shitload of <laughs> immunity from prior infection if right. you haven't effed it all up with your shots. Exactly. So, you know, I, I just do not trust these people to not bring this crap back. No, because again, she even in that small statement, she's gaslighting. Yes. Even in that tiny statement, she's trying to say we have that the natural immunity is smaller. Yeah, she's discounting that. Like. She, and she's saying that that's a smaller percentage of people than, ha, than actually have gotten vaccinated. Right. And I don't know, but I guess if we go back through 2020, how many people have had COVID already? Oh, God. More than have been vaccinated. Right. And because a lot of people, well, remember, because they thought they weren't going to get it. Yeah. And then they got all, they all got jabbed. And then guess what? They all got COVID anyways. Yeah. And now the, the now the silly part is they think the vax is what's protecting them. Yeah. And really, it was the infection that they got after they got jabbed that's actually protecting them. Right? Science. But the problem is they'll never admit that. No. If they, you know. Somehow, somehow survive, it'll be because of the jab, not not because of, or if they don't get COVID again, it'll be because of the, the jab, not because of the prior infection. Because, yeah, they just keep... Because you just want to believe what you want to believe. Exactly. And they're just going to keep going in for their booster every freaking six minutes. Well, so they'll never find out the actually truth. Actually, I saw an article they talked about. It's They're going to make it a yearly... It's going to be a yearly, just like the flu yeah. shot. In fact, they might even combine them. You know, here's the other <clears> thing. <laughs> They're, once they set their parameters, they're not gonna. They're not gonna keep testing it. They're no. not gonna. It's just like it's just like when you get your chicken pox shot. Now that it's like on the schedule or whatever for childhood vaccines, they don't test 
your titers. Like they don't to, check your titers to see whether you're actually immune from right, chicken pox. Right, to reevaluate whether this is actually necessary. Whether it actually, or, or whether it actually effective. even worked. Yeah, right. whether it's effective. Yeah, it's just on there. It's It's been decided. It's That's settled, settled yep. science. Yeah, I mean, you should reevaluate those things based on different environmental factors and, um, you know, changing every, every facet of everyone's health has changed in the past 20 years. Yeah. You know, why wouldn't you reevaluate those things yeah. to see if they're still necessary? Um, so, you know, locally here, <clears throat> so North Dakota has gone endemic. So, you know, I don't know what that means legally or what, how that affects us as citizens. Um, but, they're basically officially going to, um, I think it's a lot of just, you know, the National Guard is not going to be activated. What has the National Guard been doing? Well, they were doing testing. That's where really? I got my first test ever was at the Dome. Oh, my gosh. Drive through. That was like the stick up and poke the brain one. Yeah. Way back in, in uh, early part of 2020. Um, Common sense, data-driven approach. F you guys. <laughs> right. Sorry, but you can't take, you can't take <laughs> Florida's wording for your freaking yeah, thing when you didn't use their their methods. <laughs> like, you can't no. come out at the end of the, the end of the haunted house with a big stain on the front of your pants and go, yeah. that was fine. I wasn't scared. I wasn't scared. I wasn't scared at all. Exactly. That's the, you're literally trying to protect common sense is that each person decides for themselves what mitigation they're willing <laughs> right. to take. That's what common sense is, you yeah. freaking assholes. Yeah. Gosh. So I mean, I like the fact that they're receding, but, you know, the fact that it's going endemic just means that there's going to be some portion of state response is going to be there at, at some level. All the time. All the time. See, this to me is- It's not going to go away. It's going to, there's going to be something implemented. Yeah. And it reminds me of, just like we talked about a few episodes ago, Patriot Act, TSA. Oh, yeah. You know, after 9-11, the things that, once they get them in- Yeah, people are just going to say, it's going to, it's- Things are going to start to happen, and then they're going to say, well, COVID. And that'll be a right. thing forever. Yep. Just like 9-11. They'll be, well, you know, 9-11. Well, in light of the events of 9-11, we should, you know, yeah. this concert's canceled or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just everything. That's an excuse for everything. And, you know, now it's been how many years since 9-11, but has the Patriot Act ever been reevaluated? Has TSA ever been reevaluated? Do we need this yeah. anymore? Because no, it's just there. No. Um, so that sucks. Safety. Safety exactly. first. So I don't know what it means, you know, North Dakota, Minnesota, what's going to happen as far as uh, the endemic status. But I, rather than going back to 2019 rules, which, yeah. you know, I'd rather have all this wiped off the, off the books entirely. Yeah, no shit. Let's pretend um, this never happened. Yeah, I mean, I, I've got I got an argument on next door. I actually got <laughs> got banned for three days because I was just saying you're just on all the apps. <laughs> I get I've gotten a fight on every possible social media that there is, uh, uh, but I was just basically saying you know let people d decide for themselves and you know making the argument that you're in more your kids are in more danger driving to get the jab than yeah. they are of dying of COVID and people just thought I was an insane lunatic. And they're like, Josh, we just asked you to wear your mask to our barbecue. What's <laughs> your like, problem? Well, they're like, what, what, what do you want to do? You're just, just so reckless. What do you want to do? I'm like, I don't know. Just Live go back my to life? 2019. Yeah. That's it. I mean, I wasn't asking for, you know, to go back to some, you know, crazy. I mean, I don't know what they, they expect expected me to say but i was just saying let's go back to 2019 that's it well and like let's get nothing crazy let's ask them what do you want to do 
Well, like what, stay what, right where we are. Yeah, like what do you want to do? You wanna you wanna just control people forever over something that you already supposedly have protection from? In the name of safety, yes, they would. Yeah, like definitely you, would. Uh, so that's like a huge thing about fear, right? Yeah. Like if you can scare somebody, you can take whatever the hell you want. Oh yeah. When you can pretend to be their protector. Why do you think people take their shoes off and their belts off going into a plane? Because exactly. the worst fear is crashing and if somebody blows up the plane, you know, you're in danger of that. So if they have that hanging over your head, you willingly do all those things at TSA, uh, you know, and you'll even, you know, the Patriot Act, you'll allow people to surveil American citizens under the guise of potentially keeping us safe. Yeah. You're, you're always willing to give those things up in the name of safety. It's okay if Alexa listens into my conversations <laughs> because it's not like I'm building a bomb. Right. What's the big deal? That's true. Yep. Yep. No, thank you. So <clears throat> that shit's not allowed at our house. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have seven of them. Oh my gosh. No, <laughs> we got a Google home once for my husband's birthday and it's still in the box in the basement. I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> you know what it's doing now? There? Yeah. It's probably listening. It's listening. It came shipped with a battery. <laughs> probably. Um, so uh, this sucks here. Okay. The stupid mask mandate on planes. Okay. We're going to, I'm taking my wife to Vegas next month and it was going to expire march 18th okay right now it's march 15th it was going to expire in three days we're going in april it expires now the day after we get back you know what this reminds me of idiots what was that commercial where the old man all of a sudden pops up with the fishing pole and the dollar oh like geico yeah you missed it yeah yeah that's a good one yeah it sucks though this is literally the only place i have to think about a mask is Mm -hmm. on a freaking plane and it was going to expire March 5th, whatever, March something. And 18th. then now they push it another month. Why? Yeah. No one cares. I mean, anybody that wants to wear a mask on a plane or is happy that masks are on planes will be wearing one. And again, how arbitrary is it? How, like, it's just asinine for me to think that there there are, there are educated people that sat down around a table and said, okay, you guys, when's COVID done? Let's check the calendar. Oh, and, and this too. Oh, I got my mask on. Oh, let me drink. Yeah. COVID goes everywhere now. Yeah. We have oh, the, put it back up. We have the best, um, the, the best air filtration systems on the planet yeah. inside of these planes right. to make sure that nobody is frigging choking and dying of carbon monoxide poisoning. And no one's saying you can't wear two masks. If you want to. If, if you think it's effective, go nuts. Yeah. Uh, that, that one just pissed me off. I was really hoping that was going to go away. <clears throat> so, I mean, air, airlines hate this rule. They need to just stop then. They hate it because it, it, there's been a crap ton of incidents yeah. from people who have just had it or people that get drunk and they just, you know, What freak if the out. airlines, here's, see, here's another, here's another little, let's be pushback heroes. Yeah. Why can't Delta just be like, you know what? We're going to, we're going to say, fuck you. Yeah, we're going to make gonna, it, man. We're going to make it optional. Yeah. We're going to put out an ad now that says Delta flights, no masks. Right. We, you make your own choice. And then $99 flights to Vegas and see how fast those freaking planes fill up. Well, you know, but then. The fear is the FAA will just shut them down, right? Ugh. Which they might. They've got money. Fight it. Yeah, I wish. Exactly. I, mean, I wish they would have. Or like, you know, when the, when Ben Shapiro's company, The Daily Wire, when the OSHA mandate came on, his company was the first one or one of the very first to say, we're not doing this and yeah. we're immediately suing. Yeah. And that's the kind of effort that it takes. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I wish they would have the balls to do that. Somebody needs to. Yeah. I mean, you know, Southwest or one of those kind of renegade 
airlines, you know, with some with some sass, just say no, nope, not doing it. Yeah, and and just like you said, Alaskan lean into air. it, <laughs> right? Just <laughs> lean into it. Well, because there you don't need them like in on European carriers anymore. Mm-hmm. So like USA is one of the last places. So it's just silly, very yeah. silly. Um, and here's the other flip side of the. Uh, the equation for this airlines pisses me off. Uh, how much does this piss you off? If you oh got let gosh. go, okay, it says United Airlines to bring back workers idled over vaccination. Okay, they were idled. So if you were one of the ones who's like, no, I'm not getting the jab, then you got uh, laid off because of that. Now you can come back. Just and kidding. they were hoping. Just kidding. Yeah, and again, you were laid off. You weren't fired. Because they were hoping that you would either take it or you'd just go and find something else. And then yep. they couldn't say, then you couldn't come back and say, well, I was terminated. They could say, well, no, no, right. you were laid off. So it says United Airlines will bring back employees who were placed on unpaid leave. Mm-hmm. So, you know, no, it's not like they were sitting cushy at No, at that's freaking fired. Yeah. Unpaid leave last year because they refused to get vaccinated against COVID-19. The airline told employees in a memo Thursday that workers who avoided vaccination by claiming a medical or religious exemption will be allowed back starting March 28th. I listened to the wording in that, Josh. They avoided it, <laughs> claiming medical or religious, like... You just weren't allowed to say, I don't want it. Yeah, you can't that's just... Ex- oh, my God. Gosh. Yeah, that's so freaking. I mean, if you didn't, if you really don't need that job, I would have just double middle fingered them and say, sorry. Yeah. I'm going, I'm going elsewhere. Yeah. Or I'm going to go work for a competitor. Of course, the problem is all the competitors, you know, let Same people go shit. too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, you know, because they all thought the ocean mandate was coming. Yeah. That's why that sucks. A lot of these companies jump the gun when they had the opportunity to stand firm like the Daily Wire did and certain other companies at least wait. Yeah. Keep your powder dry until it's official. Yeah. Then, okay, then you got to deal with it. But don't force your employees to get it preemptively. Yeah, get your ducks in a row. Yeah, that was so just unwise in my opinion. I remember I heard about a school district in southern Minnesota that the day the OSHA mandate went into effect, before it was settled, though, it had been challenged yet, but it was like three days before. I remember that. Told everyone, well, masks or be jabbed and testing, and then they lost like twenty people that day. Yeah, <laughs> so as wonder, if they weren't short staffed enough. I wonder who you know how how that damaged relationships. Yeah, because no matter what, if these people come back, they're not going to have a very high opinion of their employer. No, they could have. And it's it's going to hurt the relationship. Exactly, because some of these guys, who knows? I mean, you could have had wonderful employees that have been there for the last 20 years that would have done anything for say Southwest airlines. And now what do you got? Yeah. You got some freaking pissed off person that's looking to stick it to you. Haven't been, haven't been paid in like four months. Yeah. And now that you want, they want you to come crawling back. Yeah. No, nah. Okay. I was on, listened to the radio the other day and I heard this, this story. Have you heard of this freaking thing yet? Called V Safe. Okay, so <clears throat> this is the CDC's or one of those. Yeah, I think it's. I don't know if it's CDC or National Department of whatever. Um, okay, we're on the CDC's site here, but it's called V Safe. It's the after vaccination health checker. This is creepy. No, why would you need that? Yeah, when it's a hundred percent safe and effective. 
Why would you need why would you need to check in ever after you take your vax since it's so safe and effective? Use your smartphone to tell the CDC how you or your dependent feel after getting any dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. <laughs> your participation in VSafe helps us monitor the safety of COVID-19 vaccines for everyone. You guys. <laughs> no, you why, are why, why would you need that? The safety study, that's why. If they're still monitoring, that means that you are the safety study. Right. Exactly. So, you know, I don't know. I definitely would not sign up for this. No That's matter, the no dumbest thing I've ever freaking seen. So what is VSafe? VSafe provides personalized and confidential health check-ins via text messages and web surveys. You can quickly and easily share with the CDC how you, your dependent, feel after getting a COVID-19 vaccine. Mm-hmm. Uh is the first question like, is your heart beating out of your chest? Yeah. This information helps the CDC monitor the safety of COVID-19 19 vaccines in near real time. You're like, I I feel like my heart's beating really fast. And then they're like, uh, scrub their social media. Yeah. Don't let anyone know that they got the shots. Like, Take them off the rolls. Yeah. They, they didn't get it. There's There has been reports of the VAERS data with... People that have submitted VAERS reports on these vaccinations. And that's the adverse event yep. reaction yep. system. Yep, vaccine adverse event reaction system. And there have been reports for the COVID-19 reports um, of them being taken down. Really? Yeah. Now, before you say, you know, well, you know, why would you even be worried about this? Well, did you hear about this? Bieber's yep. wife had to go to the hospital with stroke-like symptoms and a blood clot at age 25. Yeah. She's a baby. Freaking 25 years old. She's a baby. Like, this should not be happening. Of course, this is anecdotal, um, you know, but I don't know how many 25-year-olds had. Um, oh, don't worry. That was a very small blood clot. No problem. <laughs> it was in her brain. Right. It doesn't take much exactly. to block off an artery in your brain. And then some guy says, probably because of daylight savings time. And then the Toronto Sun has an article that says daylight savings may increase chance of heart disease, strokes. Give me a break. They're looking for anything to, t- I'm just, to tag like, it on. Who are they? Who are they <laughs> fooling with this shit? It's the daylight savings oh time. Yeah. And then here's a. It a, happened when she turned her clock back. <laughs> here's a post from a doctor who says, "Very worrying. We think of stroke as being something that happens at older ages, but we are seeing it in younger and younger people." What could possibly be the cause? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be people weird. act like this is just something that all of a sudden is springing up. Like, oh, you know what? It can't it's, possibly be related to that. No, let's not let's not see what else sprung up at the same time. Like, like I said, somebody's going to make a kick-ass documentary in five to 10 years and they're going to have a graph yeah, that shows instances of strokes or myocarditis or pericarditis or whatever heart related circulatory issues. Here's what the percentage was for everyone under 30. Yeah. Since like 2000. Yeah. Since, you know, 1980 to 2000, it's yep. going to be right down here. And then it's going to all of a sudden go up here and then, and then. Boy, what's going to overlay with that? It's going to be, you know, 2021. Yeah. Exactly when the vaccines are introduced. I mean, just making a bold prediction here. Yeah. We shall see what happens. Well, how dare you do that? <laughs> right. But again, you know, a person of this age had virtually zero risk, especially being, you know, fairly not overweight. She's young, young and fit and healthy. I mean. Yeah. What was the upside to the vax? Yeah. 
what did you do it for? Right. Um, <clears throat> so you got all of the downside with really none of the upside. There's no benefit. There's no efficacy at her age and her uh, fitness level. So it's kind of scary stuff there. Yeah. Um, okay. So just in case you're thinking, you know, that we don't need to keep fighting this fight. Remember, there's still employers you can't work for. There's still places you can't go if you're yeah. unjabbed. Um, and here's a, just a silly example. And professional sports are super silly with this. There's also an NBA player that refused to get jabbed. He couldn't play away games or you could only play away games. He couldn't play at his home court. I don't know. It was something silly yeah. with the COVID regulations, but it's just completely arbitrary and stupid. Um, but here's an example. So unvaccinated major league baseball players won't be allowed into Canada to play blue Jays. So, you know, there's the, there's the one uh, Canadian team that's in the major leagues that uh, you can, they won't be able to go to Canada to play them if you're unvaxxed. So what are the, what are they going to do if that made up like more of their team? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's probably not too many because you know most people felt the pressure. Well, they're caved. not willing to give up their millions per year uh, that they might only make for two three years in order to you know they're not willing to give that up. No, in order to make a principled stand. But again, up. how many of these like why do these rich people have to be so dumb? You know, like. <laughs> How many, how much cash do you think this major league baseball team brings in? And if, right. you know, I don't know, I don't even know how many people are on a baseball team. What is it? Like nine? Do you have like nine people on a team? Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. There's probably a roster of like 60 or something. Yeah. Total. And then they only, you know, play like a couple of the guys or whatever. But what if you, it would take one of those guys to just organize right. and just be like, hey, you know what? I don't feel like this should be like, regardless of whether you want it or not, I think it should be our choice. Don't you guys? Well, especially when they just had a, uh, almost had a strike. In fact, they delayed a few games. Yeah. Like while you're negotiating, why don't you make that one of the points? Like, yeah, we're not going to do any of this COVID crap. Yeah. While you can see that you've got some power over these people. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So dumb. Oh man. Um, like, what are they going to do? They're going to clear the slate and then open up for, okay, only you, only you jabbed athletes can play now. Well, and, and meanwhile, you know, the Super Bowl was held with 70,000 people and they're gonna, all these major league games are going to have tons of filled stadiums. So what's the point? At the, I don't understand what they're even trying to prevent at this point. Exactly. It just seems so like they're just dug in and they just don't want to give it up. Yeah. All right. So now, again, here's another story about China. Okay. So China orders 51 million into lockdown amid worst COVID outbreak since early 2020. So, you know, they're completely freaking out again and locking 51 million people down. Okay. So, two years on, it's now sending tens of millions of people into lockdown in, in the entire northeastern province of Jilin, where 24 million people live in the southern cities of Shenzhen and Dongguan, with 17 million and uh, 10 million, respectively. So again, here we talks about the COVID zero policy. They relentlessly pursued the COVID zero policy. You will never get there. You'll never get there. You'll never get there. The only way to get there is to start calling COVID something else. <laughs> right. The only way to get there is to rename it. You know what? It's not COVID. It's a uh, uh, coronavirus. <laughs> exactly. Weird. It's a common coronavirus. Yeah. So uh, at best, they just delayed it. Yeah. You know, but here they are. Uh, and, and they had people 
literally locked in their houses, but here they are. It's still spreading. You can, no matter how authoritarian and crazy you are, you still cannot stop the spread of this. It you seems, just can't do it. It seems the lockdowns will be shorter this time with more tracking, which means a short disruption <laughs> of work and production. Yeah. So it's, oh, you guys just stay home. We'll only do it for a week. As long as you, as long as you wear this Fitbit tracker and let us, <laughs> let us see your every step. That they have to that they have to make with their kid hands, by yeah. the way, because that's where they make all that stuff. No shit. <clears throat> well, and that's why they care about this stuff because this is where all your iPhones are made. Yeah, this is you where know. all your chips for your cars are coming yeah, from. This is you know, so they for them to shut down production of anything will have a ripple effect. Yeah, uh, but even says here uh, it's known as China's Silicon Valley. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's important stuff to uh, to America as far as uh, supply chain issues. Uh, here's the other one that I saw this week that I just loved. That's the fourth sense. COVID shot will be necessary, says guy who makes shots. Yeah. <laughs> and it should also be added to the childhood schedule, says the guy who just became a billionaire. In other news, Ronald McDonald says Big Macs, absolutely necessary. For health. For Yeah, for, your man, you know, for everyone to eat once a day. Oh, man. I mean... Come on. Fourth COVID shot will be necessary. COVID-19 shots could uh, could soon become an annual <laughs> item on your to-do list. Well, wouldn't they love that? Due to waning effectiveness, particularly on variants like Omicron, again, which is the <laughs> le least deadly variant, a fourth COVID vaccine shot will be needed to keep hospitals and morgues quiet. Oh, my God. Morgues should be quiet anyway. I didn't even read that. Well, yeah, morgues are quiet. Yeah, if you're in a loud morgue, we have a problem. <laughs> the Walking Dead. Jeez. That's the next virus. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That's that's a freaking ridiculous statement. A fourth COVID vaccine shot will be needed to keep hospitals and morgues quiet. I mean, he's basically saying if you don't get this thing, you're going to end up in the hospital or dead. Yeah. That's, you know, that's the proposition they make, the claim they make that their that their shot will prevent this. Have you seen the Right before at the beginning that that exact sentence due to waning effectiveness. So our thing that doesn't work very well, you definitely need to take it. Again. <laughs> and hang on, hang on. And again. Right. Forever. Well, cuz think about it. Okay, they they made their bazillions the first time around by getting, you know, they Ideally, in their mind, 300 million people vaxxed. Now they want 300 million people to get it once a year. Josh, read the bottom. Okay. The protection that you're getting from the third, it is good enough, actually quite good for hospitalizations and deaths. It's not that good against infections, but it it doesn't last very long. <laughs> what are you it's saying? It's not that good against infections, but doesn't last very long. Oh, my God. That sounds like Kamala Harris talking. Yes. Ukraine is a country. It's a small country. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean who's who's falling for this crap anymore? You've got to be absolute like you have got to be so brainwashed. If you read this article and said and said, "Okay, I think Sign me I'm going to need the fourth one. I should schedule it." Sign me up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just it's just so ridiculous. So So now we're going to get into um <laughs> my my latest weekly argument here. Dun, so, da, da, dun. so I, I posted this. Somebody, so I have a photography business called The Photo Dad. Look me up Shameless at thephotodad.com. <laughs> um, anyway, so somebody gave me a Google review that stated the owner of this business uses his studio, where we are right now, Hello. to produce online content and shows that promote health and 
It's funny because when I got the preview of the review, that's all it said. I'm like, yeah, I promote health. Yeah. But then it says. Because you were thinking it was your other podcast that promotes health. Yeah, Fit and Furious. But it (laughs) says promote health and social misinformation. (laughs) This show also promotes online harassment. Whatever. If interested, look him up on Facebook. Along (gasps) with Cassie Schmidt. You got called out. I know who it is. It's Rob Port. (laughs) It's Rob Port. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> of course, there's an anonymous name, you know. There's just so many things wrong with this. First of all, they attack my business, which they've never used. You know, I'll, I'll let a bad review stand. Like, I, I, I'll, I got no problem. If somebody actually uses my services, is not happy, and wants to leave me a three-star review or whatever, Yeah. fine. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to try to get it removed or reported for harassment or anything because I believe in living or dying by, you know, what actually happened. Yeah. But this person never use my services um so it's just a bullshit um tactic in the first place plus they're not even talking about my business at all they're just mad that we're in the studio making this show it's the same place where i shoot which is really creepy like how do you know like yeah i don't know how they even know that honestly yeah like what the heck how they know where where we are or anything but okay and then of course he's a fake name so they're not willing to to stand up yeah and here i am uh here we are you know, using our names, posting this every time we make an episode, it's all, we put it on Facebook. Um, yeah, you know, under our names. Yeah, using our names. Yeah. Saying all this stuff. Like, uh, and I even said, like, and you had kind of a, you know, a fiery response, you know. Because I, I would, I'm, I'm going to put this out there, Kyle, if you're, if you're listening to this, I <laughs> am going to offer one hour of my time. And if you want to come and you want to talk about and and maybe just come on the show with us if if we can yeah if we can have a a debate a healthy debate respectful debate about whatever you deem to be misinformation that we can clearly show sources for whatever we've shared right and anything else is opinion so are we you know not allowed to express that no no we do definitely not and that that's the whole problem because this this whole you know, and I know the cliche term is cancel culture and all yeah. that. But the whole the whole instinct to shut down someone else's point of view rather than hearing them out is something I just do not understand. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I'll have the biggest branch covidian ever on earth sit right between us. Yeah. And you know, we'll share a mic and or plug in another mic. Or, I don't care. Like you can come on our show. <laughs> we'll have to put him in a in one of those bubbles like is on top of <laughs> right. the seven oh one eateries or whatever. Yeah, I mean they they probably wouldn't be comfortable sitting right here. But that's okay if you wanna if you wanna zoom in or Yeah, whatever. I mean I'll take the biggest branch covidian in here. We're talking and, about it now, I gotta cough. Yeah. And I'll talk with them uh civilly about this stuff. Why you know, why is that not an option? No. Instead of trying to shut down someone's business or, you know, smear them uh, publicly and try to, you know, hurt them economically some other way. Exactly. It's just so cowardly in my opinion. Um, You know, I, I just don't understand where that instinct comes from, where you want, you have to like punish them and hurt them somehow. Yeah. I mean, this happens a lot, you know, like when people found out some dude that owned a big, uh, salsa company voted for Trump and they were like, they yeah. just wanted him shut down. It's like, is the guy who owns, you know, a salsa company not allowed to have an opinion one way or the other? Well, look at the My Pillow oh, guy. The My Pillow guy. They actually yeah. like shut down all his banking relationships. Yeah, Mike and Lindell, they pulled all his loans yeah, and they and were like, guess what? Even if he's a complete nut job, 
He's allowed to be a nut job. Yeah. You're allowed to be a nut job if, if you want to either buy a pillow or not buy a pillow based on whether you think the pillow is a good deal or not. That's up to you. Yeah. It should you, be based on that, not based on politics. Do you ask every pillow his politics? Right. I mean, there's all kinds of actors out there that definitely do not believe like us. Yeah. You know, I mean, I look, look at Mel Gibson. I mean, he's completely nutty. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I love all his stuff. Yeah. There's all kinds of completely nutty actors out there that I don't care. I'll watch their show, watch their movie, whatever. Yep. Um, or And I definitely would not say you're not allowed to make a living. Yeah. You know, I don't. Do you think I like Bruce Springsteen? No, <clears throat> you know, but he's allowed to play concerts. I'm not going to say he should be shut down. Yeah, I just might not go to it, and that should be the your choice. Yeah, that should be it your should choice. Be your as, choice, as a, as and it should be American. his choice. The funny thing was, uh, there was almost like no branch Covidian pushback on any of this. You know, everybody was like. You know, this guy sucks and this mm-hmm. is dumb and that's low. And I mean, there's just one, you know, guy kind of made fun of one response. My buddy Dewey here. <laughs> um, but that's it. I mean, there was no, nobody had any points uh, to, you know, to refute anything that we said. No. And I think people are just, uh, and that's not the case three or four months ago. People no. would have, it would have been a vigorous debate. Well, and they didn't even have, here's another thing. He's going to go ahead and talk about misinformation, which what the, what's social misinformation, <laughs> but whatever. So s- say something that we said that was wrong. Right. Like give me one example. Exactly. Go ahead. We may have said it early. Yeah. You know, we might have said it before Fauci did. Yeah. You know, like the vaccines Again, don't stop the Fauci? spread, you know, or we would, might have said it, you know, uh, six months after Maddow claimed the vax was going to stop the spread. If you took it, it stops with you stops transmission. Yeah. And then we, yes, that was different than what she said. turns out we were right and she was wrong. Yeah. So who was misinformation? So just because our timing was better, we were, were misinformed. <laughs> exactly. Is that what's going on? Yeah. So, you know, the good thing was that there's very little, uh, pushback there. And it seems like people have just kind of, I mean, even if they disagreed with us on the COVID stuff, they thought that was kind of a low blow. So, you know, that that was good to see. Now we're going to get to a pushback hero here. I love him. So this new Florida Surgeon General is pretty freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. So he's the first Surgeon General to say, not only say it should be up to you, he says, we recommend against the COVID-19 vaccination yeah. for kids. That's a bold step. It is. Because I think DeSantis has just had it. And, you know, on the last episode we showed where he was like, take those masks off and reprimanding those kids. Mm-hmm. And now he's got a Surgeon General who just got, um, whatever they call it, approved or appointed or whatever, yeah. elected. I don't know what if it's an appointment or election. Yeah, but, I think it's an appointment. Um, yeah, so he obviously picked somebody who's like, okay, you know, enough of this. Like, we're going to actually take a stand here. And his guy is taking a stand, you know. To say, other than, you know, say it's up to you, he's not, he's going further than that and saying that we're going to recommend against it. So it says, Florida's controversial Surgeon General announced Monday that the state is breaking with guidance from the CDC and will be the first state in the nation to recommend against giving COVID-19 vaccines to age kids five and older. Yeah. So that is freaking awesome. So I, did you watch that roundtable? No, I didn't. Oh, I did. I've heard about it though. It was they had a they had a bunch of and and big name people that like we've all heard DeSantis, before. DeSantis, Jay Bhattacharya. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard his name quite a bit. Martin Koldorf. 
Um, both were chief signatories of the Great Barrington Declaration, which calls for a hands-off approach towards managing the pandemic and instead advocates for natural herd immunity. So if we could go back to March 2020 and just do that, yeah, we'd be so much better off. Yep, and just say, okay, protect the people that need protection. They can stay home and hopefully not catch it. Yep. And then the rest of us can just live our lives. And everybody else try to lose weight. Yeah. And get in better shape because yep. that's... I saw some stat. Get some where, sunshine. Yeah, I saw some stat where like seventy five percent of the deaths were like people over sixty five, and then, and then it everyone was like else. A culling. And everyone else who had bad outcomes was a vast majority were overweight or had yeah. multiple comorbidities. Yeah. So if you're not in those categories, you had almost nothing to worry about. Of course, yeah. there's always exceptions. Ninety four percent of deaths had three or more comorbidities. Right. Yeah, that's and, what I mean. and not so. How not does a just young like, person? They have, were serious, right? Yeah, exactly. And th- anytime they th- try to throw the, you know, it's dangerous for kids. Well, we need to mask all the kids at school. We need to all get the vax because kids are in the hospital. Kids are dying. Well, that re- it's if they were, it was the ones that had big problems. Yeah, your average healthy child is not no not dying. It was like unfortunately, it would have been like a like a kid that had leukemia, right? You know, and or was, was severely overweight and diabetic and yep, everything else. Yep. I mean, it was it. Oh, I can't even talk about that without getting all. Ugh, yeah. It just makes me feel sad. So you watch but this it, round table. It almost never happens. But yeah, so the round table had um, had some experts in on there that we've we've all heard a bunch of times. But it was it was just good that. There was somebody, again, from the government, you know, we had Senator Ron Johnson from Wisconsin, that Ron Johnson from Wisconsin, <laughs> um, <laughs> that had the the kind of the first round table and he did it, I think a year ago, then he did another one. And now DeSantis is, is trying to get the word out. I mean, now that we've got big name people, because who knew Ron Johnson, <laughs> right. you know, like no. everybody's heard of Ron DeSantis. <clears throat> yep. So I, I think it's so imperative that these things, but, but the sad thing, well, like, this you is, didn't even watch it. No, <laughs> I, know? Well, I don't need, because I don't need to be convinced. No, I know. But I mean, you know? like it's, I, did you hear about it? Yeah, I heard about it. Okay. Okay, good. Cause that's the biggest thing is mm-hmm. like, if we can get the word out to people right. to start like, Hey, I, I like when, when. Well, in Europe, they're not, they're not. Uh, giving it to kids yeah, or recommending it for kids either. So really like we're just when, getting in step with the rest of the world. Exactly. Here. And I like when the experts start talking about how they've been silenced because oh, that's yes. what is yes. so important for people to understand is it's not just a dissenting opinion. Like, no, it's not even allowed. No, it's not even allowed to speak it. And these people have, they've been on the front lines. They've mm-hmm. been, you know, they've got their own studies. They are highly um, professional, you know, big name scientists. Yeah, just as, just as, you know, if you care about the letters after your name, just as qualified as any of the people at the CDC. If not more. Right. If because not they're more. willing to actually modify their opinions based on the actual data that they see. Exactly. Whereas a lot of guys, when they get political with it, they get locked in and all of a sudden you can't follow the, the science anymore because you're politically locked into an ideology. Yep. And you know, if you've gone with, you know, like Peter McCullough basically told Joe Rogan, you know, once they decided vaccines were the way out, yep. they just full on went that route. Yeah. And there was no more there was early treatment, else. early treatment, or, you know, just let people get it. You know, and not worry. Yeah. You know, because for the vast majority of people, this 
wasn't even a concern. No, and it shouldn't have been a concern. <clears throat> exactly. It, it shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't have scared people so much. Yep. Now, this is what you are talking about earlier. Um, this is from Alex Berenson again. His, yep. his sub stack is awesome. So he wrote the book Pandemia, Pandemia, and he's been one of the guys from the beginning who's consistently been a truth teller and following the actual science and been at, at odds with everybody um, in government. So he's talking about... Okay, here's the headline from this particular article on his Substack. COVID infections in Britain are rising again, and 90% of the dead are vaccinated. Have mRNA jabs ruined our chance at herd immunity? Now, that makes the exact point that you made earlier, is the people that, like us, who got COVID, I don't know if you did, did yeah. you get COVID? Mm-hmm. without getting jabbed, you have I never got tested. the best, you know, robust natural immunity that there is. Now, if you would have got the jab on top of that, yeah. you could be actually potentially damaging that. And that's the point he's trying to make with the data that he's seeing in countries where they are kind of ahead of us on the curve, where they got way higher percentage jabbed and they had their case curve way earlier than us. Like they went through Omicron, yep. you know, like last, like last fall. So yep. they're a few months ahead of us. Yep. And so... There have been studies that have already been done, and Peter McCullough talks about them. Um, and the other guy that I can see his face in my head, uh, Robert Malone. Malone, yeah. Malone. Um, they talk about these studies that have been done on the mRNA jabs that have it, – it talks about how you have the, you know, immunity already, right? And I think about it like a, you know, little bubble in your body or whatever. Right. And the – injections actually start to in- attack your um what am i trying to say it's not immunity <laughs> antibodies jeez right. yep. <laughs> your antibodies <laughs> the they're attacking actually your antibodies because right. they're so similar to covid and they can't tell the difference right so this it's, read- they're creating their own antibodies right. that are different from yours yep so let's read this here. It says, uh, Hospital- hospitalizations and deaths remain stubbornly high and overwhelmingly occur in vaccinated people. In February, 90% of 1,000 Britons who died each week of COVID were vaccinated. Wow. That's scary, right? That is scary. <clears throat> New infections were not only far higher than they were before the Omicron variant emerged, they are rising again after a brief fall in February. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the curve should be just crashing out. Yeah, but And if everybody not. has herd immunity, and with not waning jab immunity... It should stay down. Yeah. But it's not. There's, well, and again, it's pulsing like, again. These variants, you know, there's there's been um, conjecture that some of these like variants are popping up because of the timing of these of these shots. Right. Yeah, it's uh so you gotta check out Alex Berenson's uh I think I have to try to find this and this brings a brings to mind uh did you see the north dakota department of health they i think they've gone from they used to post it like weekly but um they gotta find the they had they posted their weekly thing about how many people have covid uh how many are in the hot how many are hospitalized etc that's uh, way back in my in my uh, things here so I don't know. That's the other one. <clears throat> oh, here. Let's find it on my profile. Okay. So, yeah, it's not the, okay. So here it is. I don't know if you saw this in my. I did. Okay. So this was interesting, right? 
it's extremely interesting because again, they're trying to highlight the way that they, they frame this is very, very suspect. Okay. So they had their little, you know, how many cases, how many new positive individuals, how many currently hospitalized, how many are up to date on the vaccine, how mm-hmm. many not fully vaxxed, how many in the hospital, not fully vaxxed. That's all they give us, give mm-hmm. us. So I had to do my own math to figure out the breakdown. So I said, I even said in the post, cause I'm like, what am I missing here? So I yeah. said, so check my math. 53 total hospitalized with COVID in North Dakota, March 5th through 11th. Okay. And it says that 26, t- not are currently hospitalized, not fully vaxxed, which also could be people that got vaxxed like a week ago, but not yep. two weeks. Yeah. So it could have some that have some form or, of, of jab. Yeah. That the, or that are ha- already had, Two shots and just haven't had their booster. Right, and, and it's waned. Yeah, you know, or in their minds, they're not up to date. Mm-hmm. So, in any in any sense, that was people who are not fully vaccinated. There's 26 of those. Well, by my math, 53 minus 26 equals 27. So that means there's 27 fully vaxxed in the hospital. You know, in the hospital. Yeah. So for the first time, we have more fully vaxxed than not vaxxed that are hospitalized. Yep. I said, explain what I'm missing. And, you know, they don't put that as a big, bold number no. of 27 fully vaxxed because well, people would go, well, what so am I doing? Similar. It's literally right now, it's like 50-50. And then I thought, oh, people were going to make the point, like England, where if you have 90% vax status, then, of course, your hospitalized numbers might go up because the entire population is vaxxed. Yeah. Well, I did some research, and in North Dakota, it's basically 50-50. Mm-hmm. So we're not... You know, it's not like we have a 90% vax rate of the citizens. So that would make sense that, that eventually the percentage of people in the hospital would, get high, would grow. You know what <clears throat> I would like and what I think I need to put a call in for is more information on those 26. Because what if... Allegedly not vaxxed, fully Allegedly vaxed. not, yeah, not fully How vaccinated. How many got any type of vax? How many are not vaccinated at all? Right. How many have, I would like to see that number because that to me is, is a bigger deal. If you've yeah. got, if you've got four of those people that are not vaccinated at all, well, then you have. <laughs> yeah. You'd have like 22 and 20, you'd have like 49, 49 yeah. hospital. And, and that's again, a made up number. Yep. This is a made up number. Made up number. But, but again, we just don't know because they're, they're playing with the information that they put out. Right. Yeah, the way they because frame they it. have those numbers. Oh yeah, and the way they frame it is very suspect. It's obviously trying to influence the population. Yeah, because what they what they had for a long time was that that you know not vaccinated number was was a significant percentage. So then they yeah. could go look at that, and now if it's flipped, they're going, uh oh. Yeah. How else can we spin this yeah. so it still looks like you should get vaxxed? Well, if tw- if more people are vaxxed in the hospital than not, then what's the incentive? Yeah. Where's the incentive to get vaxxed? Which is why Pfizer didn't want to release their data because it could cause vaccine hesitancy. Yeah, no shit. We don't want to tell you the truth because it could make you not want to take our product. Yeah, I'm sick of this being treated like a child. Yeah. And this started from the beginning. Yep. You got to shut down your business. You can't be trusted. You got to stay in your house. Walt says you got to, you know, you can't leave lockdown order. Stay in your house because you yep. can't be trusted to act in a responsible manner. Yeah. Um, you know, and it just continues. Uh, remember beginning with the masks. Remember what Fauci said at the very, very beginning? Oh, you don't need an N95. He was lying to our faces because yeah. he didn't want us to panic buy all the all the N95s, right? So just freaking give us the facts and let us decide as free adults. 
That's all we ask for. Uh, and, you know, again, not a single branch COVIDian had any anything to say about this. Yeah. It was all people going, this is stupid. Yep. Um, not a single person defended the North Dakota Department of Health. Now, of course, and, you know, this is a, not a... Uh, an unbiased sampling because yeah. a, a lot of people have removed themselves from my friends list <laughs> if they disagree. Uh, uh, and, you know, I've been called cruel. Unfortunately. And, yeah. I've been Unfortunately, called, because everyone should see this and ask the question. Right. If you're, if you're seeing this and not going, Hmm, if you don't do, or if you can't do the math in your head quick, I mean, you should be able to go. That, that doesn't, doesn't jive, does not jive. No. So I don't know what's going on there. Um, now let's get to one local thing here before we get to wrap it up. So this is back, you know, we we're talking about this the last couple episodes, but the school board, um, this is all about whether they're going to censure or punish uh, evil Jennifer Benson, yeah. who dared to uh, not wear a mask in a meeting when it was policy yeah. and allegedly do a couple of the things. But yeah. so funny how they just passive aggressively didn't have the balls to say what they were doing here. Um, Cause they're, they're basically trying to say it wasn't it wasn't wasn't one particular person. We just want to make sure that these rules are in place. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You know what it was for. Yeah, we all know what it was for. And again, you know, if she would have taken those <clears throat> actions, they wouldn't have initiated this response. Definitely not. That's the bottom line. And I I liked one of Jennifer's quotes from the from the meeting. She was saying, "Don't take action against me." She, this is paraphrasing, but she said, "Don't take action against me now." Because it could be you next time. Exactly. You know, right. because the... That's why I'll never want to cancel anyone. No. I don't want anyone's speech to be limited. That's why I want flat earthers and Nazis to have Twitter accounts. Because guess what? You have the right to be a Because Josh loves Twitter fights. <laughs> right. That's why. Well, and you, <clears throat> you should have the right to say something, even if it's ridiculous. There should be... A, there is... There should be room in a... In a... In polite society... Or civilized society is a better term, I guess. Yeah. There should be room for discourse. Exactly. Period. Especially we should be able to have the conversations. Have the conversation, ask the questions. Mm -hmm. um, you know, elections have consequences. And if you, if there's a couple on the board that are a thorn in your side, so what? That's You just have to deal with it. Yep. You know, you, you should. And then you can vote them out next time. Yeah, you can vote them out. You shouldn't be able to censure them. And, you know, unless they're literally doing something, you know, I don't know, physically violent to you in the meetings or something, you know, but if it's just uh speech that should be tolerated and yes. And again, refuted with other speech. Well, and one of the reasons why she was censured was because she literally was asking for accountability, right? She was, she wanted the board is only, this is something that, that any viewers need to pay attention to your school board, wherever you are, they are only accountable to you as a taxpayer. Right. They're not accountable <clears throat> to anybody else. They're not accountable to the superintendent. The superintendent's accountable to them. Right. So if you want to, if you want them to um, be spending your tax dollars wisely, or if you want to make sure that they're making the right decisions for the kids in your community, mm -hmm. you better get involved and. Pay attention to what's going on in those meetings. And here's the quote that you said, and here's her quote. Mm -hmm. The citizens put us here to do a job and consider that when you put restrictions on us, and remember, the rules could be reversed in the future. Yeah. Oh, I read that weird. Consider that when you put restrictions on us, and remember, the rules could be re reversed yep. in the future. Yeah, she's basically saying, you know, 
she doesn't want to censure anybody that might disagree with her yeah. in the future. If someone has the opposite point of view, you should have the discussion and then vote on it. Yeah. And, you know, if she loses, she loses. Yeah. You know, I just don't like any of this type of stuff where they try to silence people. It's just never a good idea, in my opinion. No. And so any, okay, so locally here, if anyone is interested in this topic, come to the next school board meeting. It's next uh, it's the 20, nope. <laughs> look on, look on the website. You'll see when the next school board meeting is. I can't remember if it's next Tuesday or the Tuesday following. Google that. Yeah. Shit. Google it and be there. Wear red and we're wearing red to support the educators because another huge disservice that was done at this last school board meeting in Fargo, they, um, they voted not to give a pay raise to substitute teachers. Mm. They wanted to, we had a board member, David Paulson, that, that put in a motion to raise the pay for substitutes from 112 bucks for the day to $200 for the day mm. because we cannot get subs. There are classes all year that have had, not all year, but this has been a problem throughout this year. Right. That um, as many as two and sometimes three classes have had to be put together. Right. Can you imagine a, cl a full class is like 20 kids. Can you imagine 60 elementary school students with one teacher? Right. How, that's not learning. No. And you can't pay a sub 200 bucks to deal with that? Yeah, and, I, and I'm... I'm of two minds on this because as a like fiscal, you know, fiscally responsible. Yeah. I, yep. I, I'm like, okay, you gotta, you don't want to ever pay more than you have to as yep. a business. Cause they have a budget yep. and they have to, you know, cause that's everybody's answer to everything in it's education is always throw more money at the problem. Yeah. But how has that worked so far? You know, like I, I think the spending per pupil in America has like, tripled or oh, absolutely. quadrupled over the past decade or so. But I, it's not necessarily because of the teacher pay, because if you, oh, right, right, but. if you take 112 bucks div and divide it out, these people are making $14 an oh, hour. That's crap pay. When I they agree. can, yeah, they can go yeah. to McDonald's and make 15, but I understand it. Maybe we don't increase to 200. Okay. So self Seth Holden meet in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Seth Holden. He said, well, I'm not comfortable with 200. I think that's, you know, that's a little, why not 150? Yeah. That's a huge increase. And then, so the board president said, okay, well, Seth, what, what do you propose? Mm -hmm. He clammed up. <laughs> yeah. Meet in the middle. I mean, he didn't say anything. The problem is they have a budget, so they have to spend from a certain pool of money, right? What I would say is all the money that you spent on plexiglass. Yeah. <laughs> return all that and yeah. get that money back. Spend Can we that recycle on, it? Spend that on subs. Yeah. You know, in, in my mind that the ship has already sailed. They've already wasted the money and, and any COVID monies they had, they should have put towards this. Well, we did get a new track this year. We voted right. to get a new track. <laughs> we need the kids to run, but we don't need them to be able to... <laughs> You know, being yeah, a, and I don't, I don't envy teacher. any administrator because that's tough to do. So we're going to wrap it up here because the baby's crying. <laughs> ah, sorry, so guys. yeah, elections have consequences, people, especially locally. That's the important point. Vote them so, out in yeah, June. You got to know who's who's running. And hey, if you think you could do better, then get in there. Yeah. And come see me at the school board meeting. Yes, that's right. All right, guys. Make sure you send emails to letparentsdecidethat at gmail.com. Watch us on Rumble only. Check us out anywhere audio podcasts are found, Apple, Spotify, Google, etc. Support the show at letparents.com or lettheparentsdecidethat.org. Yes. Stay strong. Keep fighting. We will see you next time. Let's go, Brandon. Come on.
Come on, man. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs>